We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What is going on, Rundergrounders? Dean here. That's Dean7904 if you want to get all technical. I mean, it is 531 on the East Coast. I have some technical issues. My bad. That's why I'm especially white. 231 on the West Coast, 431 Tennessee time. Which of course, we just time for the flagship show here at Rotogrinders. It's called Grinders Live. And joining me today, we're bringing the old gang back together. Uh, by the way, Grant will be thirsty because he lost another bet. Uh, if you're keeping score at home, he's now 0 for 2. Cardi's doing victory laps pre show. Great. Uh, you brought another very masculine beverage to with the chug, yes? Yes, it is a Dragon Fruit Colorado Craft Hard Seltzer. Crafted <laughs> in Colorado by hand, apparently. <laughs> How are uh, uh, How's your basketball going, by the way? Are you, are you playing some basketball DFS? Uh, oh, yeah, I am. Uh, what is that? Am I winning? I, I've won money yesterday. I did. I literally just went to Optimizer. I'm like, ah, oh, there's overlay. Just threw in 50 lineups because I was worried about baseball. But it looks like I'm winning a decent amount of money right now. Yeah. Well, you know, I only asked because I wanted you to ask back, but you did not reciprocate. You don't play well. No one cares. Oh, I'm Dean. I typed first with thousands of votes. I am an officially, this is no lies detected. Officially, I won a Millie Maker in in DFS. That happened. And I'm still back here today. You think I'd be like an Aruba, you know, having like like a Mai Tai or something like that? Nope. I'm here. I'm a working man. Put my two weeks in though. That's it. We're retired. Uh, A Millie Maker winner. But uh, Cardi, how about yourself? How's basketball going for you? Is Cardi with us? <laughs> he probably heard basketball and said, And he gone. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's going on? 
Guys, I don't know if you realize that there are baseball games tonight. We got more important stuff to discuss here. We got to talk about Dabnak. Uh, well, we'll talk about Dabnak in a second. Uh, Grant, I know you're betting some winners. Give us some. Do you have any sharp side winners for tonight? I know you're, you're in a, you're in Colorado. You can legally wager on these baseball games, on basketball games, and all sorts of maybe cornhole. I'm not really sure what's available there. I'm in a state that currently does not offer it. But uh, give us some sharp side winners tonight. I know we've been doing well. First show, we, we were three and zero. I, I don't know what our score was last game to be honest. But uh, give me some winners in the sharp side app. Uh, Texas and Colorado. Go Rockies. Coors Field. What a homer. Do you have any uh, – you, you want to see those? you want to confirm those, Carter? you want to disagree? you have any yourself? Any winners tonight as far as a Vegas perspective? Yeah, I mean, if I was betting Colorado, I'd bet the Padres side. But uh, my my bet, best bet tonight, I think, is the Kansas City uh, money line. Kansas City is – I mean, we're going to get into it, but I'm pretty uh, pretty optimistic about, about this KC pitcher. I think, uh, you know – White Sox may be a little overrated. I just think there's a lot of value on uh, on that line, you know. Yeah, you're so optimistic. You might actually this is a tease, but you might be considering playing this uh, Chris Bubik character in, in cash. Is he is he in play as an SP two today? I mean, that's not a tease, Dean. You just completely just threw. You just gave it all away. Well, all right. Good night, everybody. Okay, well, we we don't even need analysts on here. Feel free to like and subscribe on your way out. You heard it, the guys. Play play Bubik in cash games. You can uh, you can you can tune out now. Gordy, uh, tell them about the bat, the bat X, of course, new and improved. And uh, you're going to be screen sharing sh- uh, throughout. So uh, you're going to be showing the bat off a good bit. Uh, tell them what they're missing yep. out on if they've not yet to uh, subscribe to the bat. Yeah, I mean, the bat is my projection system. It's been at Roto Grinders for a few years. Users love it. Um, you know, we had one guy win the FanDuel Millie Maker on, uh, on opening day. We've had a lot of people do Thanks to well. my analysis. Mm, I mean, maybe a little, <laughs> but uh, also due to the bat. Um, I, was, it, uh, I was on that show, too, just throwing it out there. No one cares about you, Dean. <laughs> well, I mean, look, this is something this per- me and this person, we can have a conversation. We, we have something in common. We both, we both won a moneymaker. But go ahead, Cardi. Yeah, I mean, it accounts for everything that, you know, affects what happens on a baseball field. Umpires and defensive positioning and pitch framing and weather. And this year it incorporates that cast data, which is really cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you haven't tried it out yet, we have daily subscriptions. We have monthly subscriptions. Um, you know, give it a shot. It's, uh, it's well worth it. All right. Like, subscribe. You're watching us on the YouTube. We're going to do our best to knock out the questions on YouTube. And you guys, uh, we're going to be talking pitchers in a second. So if you have any pitcher-related questions, I'll, I'll do my best to get to those. Of course, we'll talk hitters later. And we'll try and save some time. It is a big slate, a 12-gamer, the biggest one I think we've discussed uh, this year. Uh, that said, overall, you know, big picture as far as this slate grant, it's again 12 games. There's a course field game, it's a big number, two pretty good pitchers, but still big number 11 and a half in the class we saw as far as the total. Uh, how are we attacking this slate before we break it down as far as a pitcher perspective? Move a Glock button. <laughs> That's it. You can't, he can't play every position. It's uh, not Jose uh, no, it's. A, I think this is a stack. Yeah, you like stack. Bugs Bunny, haven't you heard about this guy? He's just gonna run around the field, he's gonna play literally every, it's gonna happen. He has a similar change up to Bugs Bunny. He does. Cardi? Yeah, uh, but oh, this, like, this is a good stacking slate. Like, there are lots of high team totals on the board here. I don't think you need to go too far off the board unless you're going into big field tournaments. But, like, what you see is what you get. I have, I think, one off-the-radar stack or maybe two, and that's it. Like, this is this is a slate with a lot of very good options that you don't need to go to that far off the board. They're asking about Bundy and Chet. Were you not on Bundy yesterday? He gave a three on homer in the first, but he did an amazing job salvaging. I, I was on him. Were you on him as well? 
I, I'm, I'm fairly certain that I was on him. Wait, are you talking to me or Cardi? Well, they they, they are at, they're talking to you specifically, so I thought you uh you knew it was coming to you, but uh, oh, I had a, I had a lot of I had a lot of Bundy. I actually had some Mariners stacks on certain sites that oh won a little bit of money. Look at you. Yeah, I'm uh, kind of a big deal. Cardi, this slate, you know, again, Coors Field, eleven and a half as far as the total. It's a weird slate where. Uh, you know, I don't know how much we need, of course. Uh, we'll kind of work our way through it, obviously. And you're already talking about the SP2. It's cheap. So there are some bats you want to spend up on. Uh, what, before we tackle as far as the pitchers, give me the overall picture of this uh, this slate. Yeah, I mean, the overall picture is kind of like Grant said. There's a lot of offense to like on this slate outside of one pitcher. None of them really profile that well. And I think you're, at least in cash games, your decision is kind of going to come down to, are you going to pay up for one of these, you know, you know, good pitchers that aren't really in a great spot, or are you okay just outright punting pitcher um, to be able to get more of, you know, of the big offensive bats because there's value at pitcher and there's some value at hitter. And I think most people are going to lean towards the value at hitter, but I think uh, the superior value is going with the cheap pitcher. Cardi, we have to start, especially from a DK perspective, they got to start with Louis Castillo for whatever reason he's 8K, which is just a misprice. He should probably be you know, five figures around 10K, certainly a better play than Snell, but that's a different conversation because he's on a pitch count, and I don't really know how you can justify that uh, roster spot for Snell who might throw about 65, 70 pitches, give or take. Uh, let's start at Louis Castillo. Uh, how is he not your SP1 on DK at AK? I assume he's a, the first guy in for you. Yeah, he has to be. In GPPs, you can think about fading him, you know, depending on the rest of your lineup, but in cash games – He's the best pitcher on the slate by five points, and he's only 8K. He's against, you know, a bad strikeout-heavy Tigers offense. It's like, just uh, just play Castillo. If you're not playing him in cash, means you are doing something very, very wrong. Yeah, Grant, uh, you come at it from more of a Twitter perspective. Uh, do you have any interest in the Tigers as leverage, just maybe a stay away, being underweight as far as that number? Because, again, he's going to be massively owned. What are you doing with it? I mean, in big field tournaments, you can go with the Tigers. I'm not a huge fan. I'm not, I'll use a bit of Castillo, but he's going to be so heavily owned over on DK. And it's not like I'm going to be hurting for salary at all using Bubik. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I'm probably going to go uh, a little bit heavier on Clevenger. Like, he's got a tough, tough matchup, but he went 90 pitches his last outing. Castillo can get into a little bit of trouble. He's obviously a guy that in the past has struggled with uh, his control a bit. He's got a 10% walk rate last year, so I, I – Anytime you get a guy with that much control issues, even if against a team that doesn't walk a ton, it can it can cause a little bit of a problem here. So when you're getting 45% ownership on a guy where you can easily pivot to a guy like uh, Clevenger, I think it's a good move. Or even go over to you, Darvish. Like there, There's any number of top price guys that could easily outscore him. So I, in tournaments, I'm going to largely fade Castillo, I think. Cardi, I know you're going to go with Castillo in a cheapie. We'll talk about that cheapie in a second. But in the vacuum in the Hoover, who do you have for me? You got Darvish or you have Clevenger? Uh, the bat likes um, Darvish a little bit more. He's, what, 500 more expensive? I really don't think you can go um, – I really don't think you can go wrong either way, like if you're just trying to be different in a GPP. But, I mean, looking at the ownership here, Clevenger is projected, I guess, at 23% and Darvish at 4%. And Darvish projects a point and a half higher in the bat. So Darvish would, I, I think, clearly be the play once you consider, you know, the leverage of the ownership. What does the bat say? I'm not looking at it right now because I can only have so many pages up because my internet's funky. Hopefully that'll get cleared up soon enough. Uh, my, my issue between those two is I feel like Clevenger can throw 20 more pitches than Darvish. 
Uh, what do we have as far as the projections uh, for pitch count, Darvish versus Clevenger? Uh, we can pull that up, actually. So, uh, 20 is a big number. Obviously, it is a variance, but I just feel like in theory, it's possible Clevenger can throw 105 and Darvish can throw 85. Yeah, so it looks like Darvish is being capped at 94 pitches. Um, he didn't go as deep in his first start. Um, Clevenger should basically be unrestricted. His max is 110, but Clevenger's facing the tougher offense, so he probably isn't going to pitch well enough to get to 110, whereas Darvish is facing the Pirates. He's going to throw as many pitches as his arm is going to allow him to throw, and so uh, ultimately Darvish is projected for 94 pitches, Clevenger for 92 because, you know, Clevenger is projected to not do as well. So, uh, you know, even though Clevenger has the longer leash, maybe the, the higher upside, yeah, um, they should wind up pretty similar. And, and again, the ownership. Yeah, I feel like Darvish is a tick safer against that Pittsburgh lineup. But the the, the, uh, the upside is the Clevenger side. We saw what Beaver did last night. Of course, they're different pitchers. But uh, Clevenger, like, likewise, has, what, 33% K rate the last two seasons. Uh, you're picking one. Who do you have for me, Grant, as far as Darvish versus Clevenger? I mean, if we're incorporating ownership, it's probably Darvish. Um, but I'm using both of them. Okay. Yeah. And I guess you make a bunch of lineups. You're talking about the Chibi. You're possibly uh, double barreling with those two, you're saying. I mean, I'll, I'll use both of them. I'll use, I'll still use a bit of Castillo, but I mean, I'm probably, I might, I, there's a decent chance I lock button in Bubik. And <laughs> so if I do that, then I'm probably going to have like 35% Clevenger and Darvish and, then just sprinkle in who whatever pitcher fits into my lineups afterwards, which is probably going to be Castillo. Uh, they're asking about Manaya in the chat. 9.6K on DK. I think that's a little bit too, too expensive on FanDuel. I like his price, a little bit more appealing. Uh, Carter, you jump in here. Manaya working our way down minor in San Francisco. You touched on it a few days ago as far as uh, the San Francisco ballpark and how the ball's been jumping, the fences have been moved in, and I think the over just keeps hitting every single night. Of course, yeah. two- if you've been betting that over, you've been doing real well. And it doesn't seem like Vegas is really adjusting. Like I'd hit the over on, on that game again today. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's not moving, but the ball is clearly flying out of there. Yeah. But it's two bad offenses. Obviously the total is just eight. At least that's what I'm seeing as far as a total in RG right now. Uh, talk to me about Mike Miner. Are, are we afraid of Mike Miner pitching in San Fran because of the ballpark all of a sudden? Of course those, those hitters are still terrible, but again, We've seen the ball jump. Uh, the asking price is a little bit pricey, but he's another guy that can go. He can go 100 pitches, which is nice. I like that upside. Minor versus Manaya. You have a separator there, Cardi. The bat likes Minor, but again, I've made only a very rudimentary adjustment for this park. It's possible that I haven't adjusted it like enough to be more hitter friendly. Um, but Minor is, I don't know, probably the guy I would go with. I really don't love either of them. Like I think where you're going to differentiate yourself with pitcher tonight is with these cheaper guys. We've talked about Bubich, but there's a couple others that I think you can throw into your mix. Um, and especially with how much high end offense there is, I think I'd rather those kinds of builds than, than this mid range where the guys are all, you know, a little overpriced, not really projecting that well, not really in great spots. I think that's probably the roster construction I would prefer tonight. Grant, you have a take there. Or you want to pass as well and just say like that. You just don't like this area and you're going to move on. I, I don't hate Miner. Like, if he fits, I'll throw him in. Like, if I don't have enough to go up to Darvish or to Clevenger and I have too much left over from Castillo, I'll go with Miner. Like, he's the guy that I prefer of the two. Manea, I don't know how late he's going to go into the game. I think his last start, he had, what, 55 pitches thrown? He pitched well, and he's obviously got a fantastic matchup going up against the Mariners here. But he's still 9.6K, and I would assume is going to be on a pretty strict pitch count. So I don't see him going that late into the game. 
Um, Miner, on the other hand, may go 100 pitches. Like, yes, San Francisco is a tough ballpark now, it looks like. But the dude pitched in Texas last year. Are we really worried about him pitching in tough ballparks? Yeah, no, that's a reasonable point. And uh, this is the tricky one for me, Cardi. I know you want to talk about the, the guys that are cheaper, but I, for my personal lineups, I'm sure some people out there are considering them. I'm a, I'm a McCullers guy, and I feel like we talk preseason. I think you're a McCullers guy as well, too. I love McCullers. McCullers is like my favorite pitcher in baseball. Okay, so why are we not playing McCullers tonight? Mike Trout's having a baby. Well, his wife's having a baby. He's there for moral support and all that. You don't know um, it's not a junior situation. Well, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. We probably – Trout would have been showing, I, I imagine. I don't know the science of it, but uh, uh, Cardi, uh, we just, the 20-year-olds have no clue what we're talking about, Grant, just so you know. They, what's junior? It's a terrible Schwarzenegger movie. It's uh, fantastic, and it's a great Danny DeVito movie. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, Cardi, if you have a thought on junior, feel free. But if you love McCullers, he's facing the Angels without their clear – the best player in all of baseball. Uh, that lineup is not good. There, there's some contact guys, which is somewhat concerning. Rendon's, of course, really solid. That's one of the big problems. Like, if you look at the strikeout rate for the lineup, it's like uh, one of the lower ones of the day, 22% strikeout rate for the lineup combined. Um, so that's, like, part of the problem, I think. And even though there's no trout, there are still dangerous bats in the lineup. As an Astros pitcher, McCullers' leash is never, like, super long. Um, but I do think you can go with him. Like if I wasn't going to play a cheap pitcher, if I was going to um, like spend up at my SP two spot, it would probably be with McCullers. Um, I just like the cheaper guys and the value they present more. I did like seeing 92 pitches, six innings, his first start. That was encouraging. Uh, I'll take yep. 92 pitches. That's, that's pretty positive. He, he tends to labor sometimes. I saw cheese was talking about in his article today. He was throwing a lot of breakers. Uh, I know he's got a nasty curveball. I mean, that, that's what he does. He throws yeah. his curveball 50% of the time. That's that's one of the big reasons why he's so good, because the curveball is so elite, and he just throws it more than anyone else throws a curveball. Best curve in baseball? Best curve in baseball, for sure. When he's when he's healthy. I didn't get to see it in his first start. Like, he's coming off Tommy John. Maybe it's not quite as sharp, but uh, when he's healthy, it's definitely the best. What about Bubik? Does he not have the best curve in baseball? Well, he, he I just don't became... think I would put him in that category. <laughs> Uh, I love Zach Gallon, but for me, it's not today. I suppose in tournaments, you can run him out there, but I don't want to pick on the Dodgers. Uh, perfectly fine. If you want to do that in tournaments at a small percent, not going to discourage it. I'm also, I like Gray. I think, I think uh, you know, uh, Richards is a solid pitcher, but in cores, I don't think it's so necessary. You can't in tournaments, but I, I guess we stalled long enough. Grant, you want, who wants to talk about Bubik? Uh, he's not that great, but he's not that terrible. Is that, is that good analysis <laughs> there? <laughs> that is excellent analysis. Big K in the minors. He, he, did, he did all right in the minors. I think he only played A-plus, though. Like, he had mm-hmm. decent strikeout stuff. He doesn't project it as a great pitcher, but he's going up against these White Sox bats. He throws a curve and a change-up fastball. That's his combination, which kind of leads to a bit of reverse splits. So going up against a lineup that has nine righties in it, everyone's a righty. I have to assume that he's going to have a larger-than-normal uh, K-rate going up against them, there's a ton of strikeouts in that lineup. Like, you look at it versus lefties, and it's a little bit different than what it is versus righties. Like, going up against lefties, I think they their current lineup has projected 25% K rate, which is high. Going up against righties, their current lineup has a 26.5% K rate. Like, all the way up and down the board, tons of strikeouts here. He's a lefty that should be a reverse splits guy. He's not good, but he's 4K. I don't care. I'm rolling with him. He's young. I believe he's number five, number six in the organization for Kansas City. 
add on to that, Cardi. Sell me uh, rostering this dude in cash. I mean, obviously, you always want to get a couple extra bats. Is that the point you think he's going to be perfectly fine? Yeah, so Grant's right. He should profile as a little bit of a reverse splits guy. He did show that reverse split in the minors. That's going to help him against all these righties. It is a strikeout-friendly lineup. Um, it's a decent lineup. It's not a bad one. So there's, you know, it's not like a no-risk play. Like, this is a guy who hasn't thrown a single pitch above high A. He never pitched in double A, never pitched in triple A, but he's not one of these like, uh, you know, raw prospects that's going to come up and be walking the world and really struggling. Like he's, he's polished or I mean, as polished as you can be for having never pitched in the upper levels. Um, The bat projects him as a league average pitcher right now because he did dominate at the lower levels. Um, And so I don't mind him in this spot, you know, between the, the strikeout matchup between the price and between him probably being an okay pitcher, that's kind of enough at 4K. I mean, it's not like he's setting the world on fire with his projection. It's like 12 points. But 12 points at 4K is three times value. And uh, on a slate where we have, you know, cores really high, Yankees really high, Astros really high, I think the Mets-Braves game is probably going to wind up being pretty high. Like, there's just a lot to like on offense that uh, he he opens so much up for you. Um you know, it's tough to pass up. And especially like, I don't think we've touched on it once this show, but like if this was yesterday's slate, you wouldn't be playing Bubik because everyone was free on hitting. Like you just didn't yeah. need a cheap pitcher. The prices, there's still a few guys that are, you know, too low that are mispriced. Um, but the prices in general have gone up today, making a guy like this a lot more viable than he would have been at any point in the past week. Weather looks pretty positive in Kansas City for pitching. Uh, I pulled up Kevin Ross' uh, weather edge, which uh, is a part of the RG package. I believe you can buy it a la carte if you want to as well. But what it does is it gives you uh, like-minded games, similar conditions. It has nothing to do with who's playing the game, no, no, nothing to do with who's pitching, nothing to do with who's hitting. But in 122 similar games with this similar weather, uh, home runs have decreased at 9.2%, runs have decreased at uh, 4.5%, and ERA has decreased by 6.3%. Uh, so positive weather there as well. Now there is a little bit concerned. Go ahead. Jump no, in. it's like mid seventies with some wind blowing in from center. So it is definitely um, on the the pitching friendly side relative to the rest of the slate. Yeah, a lot of power on the Chicago side for what it's worth. I mean, the ISO is kind of jumping off the page if you pull up the uh, the plate IQ. So I don't mind Chicago as a a bit of a stack if you want to go the other way on it. But I hear what you guys are saying. Uh, people in chat were talking about this and. Uh, I thought it was kind of sort of at least worth, worth, worth noting. It's a revenge game, too, I believe, Cardi. Uh, Alex Cobb is also 4K? Yeah, he is. Um, the ownership projection on him is a lot higher than I was expecting. He's like, Jamino's got him projected as the fifth highest owned guy on the slate at 14%. I'll be really surprised if, if the gap between him and Bubich, who's projected at like less than 1%, is that wide. But, uh, I mean, I was kind of expecting Cobb to be sneaky and the guy that you would pivot off of Bubich onto um, at lower ownership in GPPs. You know, if he's going to be 14% owned, maybe I have less interest in him, but I'd be surprised if he winds up that high. I don't know. Maybe I'm off there. Um, but yeah, like he's a guy who used to be really, really good. Then he had Tommy John, was never the same. But reports out of camp this spring was that he was starting to look a little bit like his old self. Like I think there's some upside here. This Rays lineup is extremely strikeout heavy, 26.3%, the most strikeout heavy offense on this slate for Cobb. So uh, I think there's good bats in the lineup. It's not like he's a slam dunk, but he's 4K. And so if you do think his ownership comes in lower than that, then I think he's you know a really good GPP play. Yeah, solid as first start as well. 
Uh, Grant, your thoughts on that, your thoughts on any other pitchers we haven't talked about. Logan Webb is kind of sort of somewhat interesting at 6.1K. And, like, I'd be much more interested if, like, the, you know, that ballpark played like it did last year. Uh, you know, that Texas lineup's not terribly scary, 6.1K. But, again, who knows what kind of funkiness is going on there in San Fran. And Webb's not great. He's just sort of meh. Uh, Grant, your thoughts as far as uh, the dude pitching for Baltimore Cobb or anybody else that's worth a mention? Um, I think I think we pretty much went. I, I'm fine with Cobb. Like, I prefer Bubik. But cops fine. I'm I'm currently creating a lineup. It's a double stack with the Rockies with Cobb and Bubik. <laughs> oh, you can, have a, you can probably have a lot of fun with those two guys. Eight K in your total pitchers. I'm I'm gonna end up with a lot of money left on the board. I think. What do you have per stick? Like, can you spend it all? Five seven oh. per stick. Yeah. <laughs> You're not spending all that. That's one way to be different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's something you can do. Uh, Grant, summarize the arms, and then Cardi, you do the same. Uh, Bubik, lock button, outside of a few hedge White Sox stacks. Um, and then, honestly, pivot off of Castillo in tournaments. Use Castillo for cash. Uh, the pivots off of Castillo are going to be Darvish, Clevenger, and probably McCullers. Cardi? Yeah, play Castillo in cash, and then you're probably either playing McCullers or Bubich with him. Uh, like Grant said, you can pivot off in GPPs. Um, if Bubich is going to be that low, owned, you should be. you should have a lot of him in GPPs. Um, you can also throw in some Cobb. You can throw in some, you know, Darvish, Miner, whoever you want. Hey, Cardi, I know you play more DK than you do Fanduel. Do you have that in front of you as far as uh, just one pitcher in Fanduel? Castillo's 10K. He's not 8K. I think it's still Castillo over there because even even though he's so egregiously priced on DraftKings, he's still the best pitcher by a lot today, even before you consider price. So over on Fanduel, he's still the guy. Yeah, I was kind of going back and forth, but he's probably the guy I'm going to land on as well in my main lineups. That's it for arms. Let's talk bats. Let's talk catchers specifically. Grant, open it up. What do you like as far as backstops tonight? I will open it up then. I was not. I was finishing up my lineup though. You just were not so prepared. You know. <laughs> this is your first show after the arms. What do you think? I, I was finishing up my lineup, sir. Um, I mean, if you, you want to just full on defense. Yeah, if you want to just full on punt, Moltenado is not a bad decision. Uh, Salvador Perez is a little bit underpriced, still at four point one k. Like they, I feel like I just keep saying that every single day. But catcher, like I'm just rounding out my stack. Like you can go throw Grandal in, in tournaments if you're stacking up the White Sox. Like you can go Zunino in for tournaments if you're stacking up the Rays. Contreras isn't the worst idea in the world, but like it's probably Coors or Perez. Or if you really want to just full on punt Moldonado, but I don't need to do that because you know I got. I got 4K pitchers on my, <laughs> on my lineups. Uh, so, like, catcher, just round out your stack. It's that simple. Yeah, by the way, just pulling up Weather Edge on the fly. And also, when I mentioned Roth will be on the next show, he'll be hosting. And he said on the basketball show earlier today, he's working double duty uh, as far as crunch time, said if there's no weather issues, he'll be sloshed later today. And I don't think there's any major weather issues. So, you'll make it a drunk, uh, a drunk Roth. I time. love drunk Roth. Yeah, he's, it's 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 fun. It's fun for sure. Uh, I believe it's cheese and SDL cards. Where they're not drunk, to my knowledge, they'll be sober and giving expert analysis. But Roth will just be hosting and asking questions. Thirteen point eight percent bump in homers as far as these weather conditions for San Diego, Colorado. Oh, somebody's thirsty. Uh, in one hundred and four previous games, according to Weather Edge, I think was it the Met game as well that was seeing a jump. I'm gonna refresh on that. Uh, nope, not so much. Well, that's a weird one because oh, never mind. It changed only a three-game sample size. I'm like, why? It's a decrease in 7% homers, but a 20% increase in runs. I'm like, that must be a small sample size. And Cardi, you're probably thinking the same thing. Yes, just three games. That's the hottest game. I think that the weather for that game should be pretty favorable. It's 90 degrees in that game. 
We only have three light games. Oh, you know what it is? It's, it's Atlanta. That's a new ballpark. That's why we don't have a big sample right. size on it. Uh, your catcher is Cardi. Uh, DK raised Perez. Did they raise it enough? Uh, they raised it enough, um, at least considering that there are cheaper guys that are now more underpriced and there's much more to like on offense. Like we have Austin Hedges in cores for 3.6K. You know, I think he's probably your cash guy. I wouldn't say you're wrong to play Perez. I think he's still a good play. I think he's a top play on the slate. Keiko's got a fairly wide platoon split. Um, Perez is one of the few catchers that hits in a really good spot in the lineup. So I think Perez is great, but I prefer Hedges or we're going down to a really cheap guy if you need the extra salary. Grant mentioned Maldonado. I'm very high on the Astros today. I think Maldonado is a really strong option. So that's kind of, I think, where you're looking in cash games and then in GPPs. Just just to be clear, he's a strong option, Maldonado, because he's just super cheap. But he's just like you're getting in and get out for 2.3K. You don't think he's right, good, right? exactly. It's not like he's okay. one of like the best options of the day. You're expecting him to crush or anything. But he's like 2.6K or whatever he is. Like he's really cheap. So uh, and, and he's in a good spot. Um, but, yeah, otherwise you're just plugging in your catcher with, uh, you know, with your stacks. Like I like a Brave stack. So if you want to put Travis Garneau in with your Brave stack, yeah, you know, do that. Put Maldonado in with your Astros stack, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, you talk about the heat there in Atlanta. It's 4.3K for Darno batting sixth. You got Ramos on the other side of 3.4K. I don't mind that either. Uh, Zanino, like, he crushes BP, man. I mean, that guy, when the ball doesn't go past him, he's got a, a tremendous amount of power and nice ballpark upgrade here in Baltimore. So I don't mind him either. And also, he's on the road, so he's locked in for nine. So he's still really good chance he gets that fourth at bat. So the batting order doesn't matter too much for me when they're on the road. So I'm okay with that in tournaments. Uh, anything else or shall we move on and talk about first base? Let's move on and talk about first base. Cardi, open it up. Who does the bat like at first? Um, it likes Alonzo and Freeman as the top guys. They're both expensive. So the only way you have a chance to get either of them is if you do play a guy like Bubic as your SP2. Um, I don't think you have to go with one of them, even if you go with Bubic, but you can afford them. Like I said, this is the hottest game of the day. The weather is good. It's in Atlanta, not in New York. So, uh, so the Mets bats like Alonzo are getting that park upgrade. Um, Porcello and Newcomb have neither one are really especially good. Um, and, uh, and they just saw each other. So they're going to have that kind of familiarity effect of having just, you know, seen the other team. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I think, I think Alonzo and Freeman are great. If you need to save a little bit of money, Will Myers is your Padres bat and cores that projects really well. So I think he is a, uh, a perfectly fine guy to go with, um, in cash games also. If you're going with, uh, with a McCullers build, Myers is probably the guy you're going to end up on. Um, there's no one I love that's like a lot cheaper. Uh, Jake Cronenworth, I think I saw he's in the lineup um, for yep. the pods. You could maybe think about going with him if you really need to save some money. But in cash games, I think that's kind of uh, the only guys I'd really be thinking about. Let's see. Anything else kind of jumping off the page for me before? Dar- Darren Roof is 2.4K. If he's in the lineup, especially if he's in the middle of the lineup, you can consider him with the platoon advantage against Miner. Um, especially with the way the ball's jumping in that park. He might be a good uh, GPP play also if you're going with a more expensive pitching combo. I saw somebody in chat asking about Taiwan Walker. I have no interest in rostering Taiwan Walker, but I do think Matt Olson. I mean, Oakland's going to be just lost on this slate. I know that's your team, Grant. Uh, you play him all the time. Uh, any interest in an Oakland stack? And, of course, if you're yep. back in Oakland, you got to like Matt Olson. Yep, Matt Olson. Love him today. 5K, a little bit expensive, but Walker, like, we're not exactly sure what we're going to get out of him. It's not a terrible ballpark playing up there in Seattle. I, I do – the Oakland, like, 
there's a lot of good stacks. The only moderately off the board stack that I'm going with today is probably Oakland, which isn't really saying much because you still have a 5.25 implied team total. Like they're one of my favorite stacks on the board. Big fan of it today. Um, but Matt Olson is one of the better GPP plays in my opinion. He's only projected three percent because of his price tag. But he gets a platoon split. Outside of him, yeah, we went mentioned Cronenworth, uh, and he's batting. Oh, you lose Grant oh, Padres, right. which isn't ideal, but he's still way too cheap. Cons- yeah, he's still way too cheap considering the uh, considering the ballpark, even if he's batting ninth. Alonzo's a good play. Like Santana's probably a bit too cheap going up against Dobnek. Like 3.9K is not enough for him. And then outside of that, like Voigt is probably a bit too cheap there at 3.9K. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Over on FanDuel, G-Man Choi is really cheap. He's probably your cash guy over there. How do you feel about him switch hitting all of a sudden? He learned how to switch hit during the break, which is so yeah, cool, Yeah, it's right? cool. You don't see guys do that very often. There's been a couple in recent years, but it's uh, it's rare. It's I love it. I think it's great. I think he was at quarantine with his brother and his and like over in Korea. And like they did, they just, he just sort of like, I guess I'll learn how to switch it. Like some people learned how to read some books. Some people learned another language. Some people just watch like uh, Netflix all day. He said, I'm going to learn how to switch it, which is pretty cool. And his first at bat on the other side, I believe he then went out. So that was a, I think it was his first at bat. doesn't matter. First game. There you go. Sure. Why not? Uh, Cardi, Vandal specific. You mentioned Choi. He's pretty cheap. Matt Adams is pretty reasonable too. You got to pick one of those two. Who do you prefer? Uh, I prefer. Probably go Choi, but I mean, I'm always a, a guy who likes Matt Adams, so I'm fine with that too. I assume Adams is DHing. I don't know this for certain, but that would make sense in my brain. I, I would have to think so, right? Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, the, I'm on here taking a look here at the chat. The chat's asking some questions. I'll do my best to keep up. And yeah, if I like, have your questions like based upon the position we're talking about, well, you're more likely to get the answer. Uh, they're also want to know, Grant, you have a Kenny Chesney cup? Is that what you're drinking out of? Yeah, we've got like 14 of them in my house. I don't know how or why. <laughs> It disappeared one day. Do you have any ties to Kenny Chesney? I don't. I don't think so. I've I've been to one of his concerts before. Maybe that's where I got him. I have no idea. <laughs> Life is confusing. Maybe Grant you got a souvenir to a Kenny Chesney concert. Blacks out on White Claw and buys all of the merch. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! There's nothing better in life than like getting hammered and then going on an Amazon binge. Like waking up two days later to 14 boxes on your front porch. I mean, there are better things, but that's a thing, I suppose. Name one. <laughs> uh, let, let's talk about the keystone position. That's better. Second base. Uh, Grant, open it up. What are you doing with second? Second base, I mean, there's obviously Coors, uh, Profar is not the worst idea in the world. Uh, Altuve going up against Andresi, not a great hitter, or not a great pitcher. Moustakis is way too cheap at 3.6K. Like yeah. It. Uh, uh, DK, fix your pricing. Just do it. Just I don't like having easy decisions or that are made hard because they're too cheap. Um, scope is super cheap at 2.9K if you want a little bit of leverage off of Castillo. Dude has some power, and that's just a ridiculous price tag. Plus, we don't know if Castillo's going to end up getting a little wild. Like Maybe he can bring in some bad bullpen arms. Um, outside of them, Odor has a platoon split batting third versus Webb, and we already talked about how good of a ballpark San Francisco is. Um, LeMahieu going up against Weber. Not the worst idea in the world. It's uh, pretty much it. Yankees got a, over six total today. Torres back in the lineup. I believe he got hit yesterday. It looks like he's perfectly fine. DJ leading off. Torres batting third. Yeah, Moose is just way too cheap at 3.6K. They're asking in the chat if I bought any baseball prospect cards. I have not. But we. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys know this. You probably don't. Rotor Runners, you've been doing a, a card collecting show. 
And uh, yeah, the car- baseball cards are back, Cardi. I'm not sure if you're aware of this. Sports cards in general. I mean, I love to hear that. I collected sports cards when I was a kid. Like, it was so much fun. So, uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm all about it. Go ahead. You had the 89 upper deck, Ken Griffey Jr., number one? What's that? Ken Griffey Jr., number one, 89 upper deck. You had to have that card. That was a staple of every kid's card collection. I, would I mean this? Oh, for real? Do you happen to have it right on you? I mean, is that what's on the screen? I, I see Cardi. I don't see you. You have to talk. Or- da, 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 I'm talking. <laughs> Words. Wrong camera. I was putting it at the wrong camera. <laughs> Don't I feel dumb? You're on the premium below the waist cam. You got you got to raise it up there for Ken Griffey. There you go. Yeah, yeah. The other what else one do you is, have on your desk. Um, multiple, multiple coffee cups. Share uh, pillow. Nitro. I got Nitro. Of course, the national champions. And uh, uh, oh, Walter White. Breaking Bad. Party. Right. What do you have? Anything interesting? <laughs> um, not really at the moment. No. I got a, I got this. This is from my my desk on baseball tonight. Derek Cardi, fantasy baseball genius. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I, I do have a decent amount of hotel keys on my desk. <laughs> that's not your only stack of hotel keys, I happen to know, which is so yeah. weird. <laughs> I have like four of those. I have, I have like 800 hotel keys now. That's a really weird thing to have. It's really super creepy. I collect. I mean, it's not as weird as my soap collection. That is, yeah. I don't know if you know this card. You another show, but he's got uh, like conditioner and shampoo from every hotel chain imaginable. <laughs> it's the weirdest <laughs> thing. I stay at a lot of hotels. You've got the best shampoo, Grant. That, that's where I want to stay. Uh, it's uh, my, my, honestly my favorite one. Used to be uh, the hotel in Vegas. They used to have Mountain Goats shampoo, <laughs> so cilantro conditioner and peppermint. Uh, Peppermint uh, shampoo, but also uh, the Balboa Bay Resort down in Newport has, of course. Uh, what is it, seagrass, uh, something I don't know. Man, I'm tired, guys. Basketball's <laughs> starting way too early for me. Hot corner, third base, Cardi. Uh, you can also play Moustakis there. He's going to be super popular on DK, especially if he has the multi-position eligibility, and he's cheap. Uh, if not Moustakis, who are you playing? Yeah, I think Moose is better at second because at third and cash yes. games, you're playing Manny Machado. That's that's the only correct decision. In it's G- not Arenado. Machado just projects straight up better because, I, like I said, I like the Padres more. Um, so I'm I'm taking Machado. He's 500 less. He's the better play. Uh, he's he's the clear guy. Um, yeah, and that that's pretty much it. In GPPs, you can you know do whatever you want. Like I said, I like a Houston stack. You can play Bregman. I think an Indian stack is kind of sneaky. You can play uh, Ramirez, um, you know, but uh, it's, it's Machado as the clear best guy today. The chat is just throwing out the weird things they collect. And the first thing it jumped off the, I collect barf bags when I fly. Is that odd? I mean, that's a thing. are they distinctly different? Odd. They're all kind of the same. Aren't Have you ever used a barf bag? Usually. I've never had, but I imagine you have because you you asked the question, Grant. You've used one before or no? No, I've thrown up on a plane before, but I made it to the bathroom like an adult. <laughs> back, in, back in college, you could upgrade to uh, first class on no, for Virgin Air, and it was only 100 bucks, and you get unlimited booze. So I was like 23 years old. I'm like, let's see how many drinks I can have on this two-hour flight. <laughs> The answer you, you was a lot. Boggs is what you're saying. Yeah, I was trying to bogs it, and <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna have one on air at some point today. I don't know if you're gonna stall to the end once again until uh, the end, because I don't know if this is gonna make me want to vomit. I do not like passion fruit. Arenado or Machado, Grant, or you want to go off the board? Uh, I probably <laughs> lean slightly 
with Machado, but really, like, I'm fine with either. And nobody's playing Matt Chapman. Just saying. I, I will be playing Matt Chapman. Okay. I already, I already said, like, just a default answer is the A's for me every single time. All right. Fair enough. Uh, anything else worth discussing here as far as third base? Uh, I think Raleigh's got a good price on Fandle. 4-3 and DK you can manage, but I prefer, I prefer him on Fandle. I think the Atlanta guys in general are better better played over there. Uh, and he was Suarez for Burn versus a lefty, but I don't mind them. I'm doing a little mini stack here for Cincinnati. Otherwise, let's jump back to shortstop, Cardi. What do you have for me? Um, Fernando Tatis Jr. is the best player on the entire slate today. You have to be playing him in your Well, he might game. be the best player in all of sports, but that's fine. That's I was told he was over- an overrated prospect by a high by the, the I, fantasy sports expert, uh, according to ESPN. Yeah, wasn't it some guy that was on like baseball tonight <laughs> or something? Genius. If that if the word was described yeah, from. Yeah, we gotta we gotta adjust with new data. Um, you know, when prospects come up and they don't middle the way a lot of them do, you have to change your expectations. Tatis is a lot better than we I tell most projected. women to change their expectations when they meet me. <laughs> that's probably a smart thing to do. Right. Um, but he's still course, disappointed. Gray allows a lot of stolen bases, so there's great stolen base potential here for him. Um, he's awesome. Over on FanDuel, Willie Adamas is cheap, and he's hitting third, so I think he's great. Um, Ahmed Rosario is pretty cheap over there, so I like him. But in cash games, you're playing Tatis on DraftKings, and uh, and that's, you know, that's what you're doing. Trevor Story in play, of course, 5.7K. You prefer him versus a lefty, but you don't mind him there, of course. Uh, just because of the price and the talent, a jack-in-the-bag upside for Cisco Lindor, like potentially top seven, top eight player in baseball. 4.4K yeah. is egregious. That price is just wrong, but there is an, there's a big opportunity cost to shortstop. Like I said top seven, top eight. Why not just say top ten? That's a fairly normal thing to say. Because, well, i got to account for Chris Bryant. I think he's in the top 10. Where's that top 10? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Bobby. I kid. Um, yeah, so uh, what, what's your take? I, what I'm saying is there's a big opportunity to go to shortstop. Uh, you know, there, there's some real, real studs here. If it's not Lindor, if, it's going to be Tatis. If it's not Tatis, it's going to be Story. And if it's not Story, it's probably similar, dude. Uh, what do you have for me, Grant, as far as shortstop? I mean, it's Coors, obviously. Uh, Simeon for Oakland if you need me to say Oakland players every single time now. Um, like, Jorge Polanco makes a decent tournament play. He's going to come in at 2% ownership, wouldn't be my guess. Obviously, it's a tough matchup going up against Clevenger. But still, he's a he's a very good hitter. Um, I will definitely have some of him in my lineup. And he doesn't strike out a huge clip. He's a lefty, which Clevenger is distinctly worse against lefties. So I don't mind him a little bit. But, yeah, it's mostly just the Coors guys, and that's that's mostly it. Earning anything else at shortstop, you want to jump to the outfield? Uh, Swanson in your Brave stacks, but, you know, shortstop's pretty straightforward, I think. Yeah, I don't mind that either. Uh, Braves lineup look a little, it's a little bit weaker today. No Albies for what it's worth. If you guys put in your lineup early today, take him out. Uh, let's jump to the outfield. What are we doing in the outfield here, Cardi? So outfield, I think, is kind of the, the pivot point with – your decision at SP2, whether you're going up to a guy like McCullers or down to a guy like Bubich. Outfield, I think, is where those lineups are going to be differentiated. You have a lot of great guys at the top that I really want to get exposure to. But then you have guys like Michael Brantley and, and Akiyama on the low end that will allow you to get up to a guy like McCullers. So if you're not going with one of those cheapies like that, you're paying up for for Tommy Pham in, in, uh, in cores. You're paying up for George Springer against Andresi, who – um, is not a very good pitcher, gives up a lot of steals. I really like the Astros today. 
Aaron Judge is too cheap. The, the Vegas line for the Yankees is too high, but they're still one of the better teams of the day. 4-6 for Judge is way too cheap, so he's great. Yeah. Um, Grisham in, in San Diego is great. Um, the bat really likes Acuna. Um, I'm a little wary about that. It wants to play him in cash games. I heard he was overrated according to the bat. I mean, <laughs> he was. <laughs> but it's hot. Razzes keep coming. Yeah, it's hot there. He's seen Porcello recently, which will help. Um, he's striking out a ton, but he's still making hard contact. Um, you know, the, the surface stat cast numbers aren't great so far, but the underlying stuff is basically in line with what he's always done. Um, so I think he's a great GPP play at the very least, um, especially as part of the Braves stack. But really, I think your decision at outfield is spending up on these guys or going down to the Brantley-Akiyama tier. We got about five minutes or so before you step aside. Step aside and make way for crunch time. Premium members get uh, most likely a sloshed Kevin Roth right there. That's worth the price of admission. And then you get uh, you know two really sharp dudes in Cheese is Good, Dave Potts. He won a million dollars twice. I've won one million maker. He's won two. So he's better than me. Uh, I've won done in baseball for the record. Um, me and my thousand best friends, whatever it was, won yesterday. That's in the small print. Uh, ask some questions. Fire away in chat. Feel free to like and subscribe. We much appreciate that. Hey, Cardi, I know you have this in the bat as far as pinch hit likelihood. And obviously the season just kind of sort of started and it's all new, DH in the National League. But my eyeball test, from what I've noticed, I haven't gone through, the two teams I've noticed pinch hitting a lot, especially in the outfield, is the Mets and the Reds. You notice this? Uh, I haven't paid enough attention yet, but that okay. does kind of make sense, especially a team like the Reds where they have so many outfield options. Like it would make sense that they're trying to play the play the matchups with them because, you know, underlying talent-wise, they have a bunch of guys that are kind of comparable. So that does make sense. Nick Castellanos is continuing his uh, revenge tour. He revenged all over the Cubs. Now he's going to revenge all over the Tigers. Don't mind him again today. Uh, 4K, pretty reasonable price. Grant, Coors Field, prioritize the outfielders. Power rank, what do you have for me? Uh, probably Blackman and Dahl than everyone else. Bam or Grisham? Uh, I'd probably go with Grisham and then Fam, but those those guys are really close. Why does DK hate Michael Brantley? Anybody? Have a- I, I, don't, I don't like. Has he had a single game this season where he didn't at least get a hit? <laughs> Why is he two point eight K? Like, what up with that, Cardi? I couldn't tell you. I mean that that's. He's the main reason that you might not play Bubich in cash games. It's because mm-hmm. you have Brantley, who will save you so much money. Yeah, that, that's probably my counter argument to playing Bubich uh, because I, I think my bats are still pretty good. Um, you know, Brantley's fine. He doesn't do like one thing particularly well. Like he doesn't excel or anything, but he's good at everything for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I think he's a little overrated because his power isn't really what you want out of a DFS player, but at his price tags, like. It doesn't need to be. <laughs> we mentioned no Dodgers. Like, that's another team. Nobody's going to play Muncie and Betts and Bellinger. Zach Allen, you know, legit prospect. Looked really good last year. I believe in the arm. believe in the talent. Uh, locked in for nine in Arizona. Just over a five total for what it's worth. Uh, Grant, there's some questions here in the chat. How, how would you stack the Padres? Atis Machado, anything else. Uh, Cardi, no love for the Shy Sox, the Chicago Sox stack in tournaments. I think it's perfectly reasonable and – if other we didn't talk were... about stacks, did we? No. My only off-the-board stack today is probably going to be the Rangers. Because of the ballpark? Yeah, I mean, because of the ballpark, Webb's just all right, but they have some power, and they're going to go almost entirely unowned. And 
Like they're not that expensive. I mean, outside of Gallo and Odor, everyone's under 4K. Uh, Gallo's going to hit one into the drink today. What say you, Cardi? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Who are your I favorite mean, stacks? I, yeah, I mean, I think if I'm stacking, I'm looking more at – I think the Astros are great. I think both sides of the, the Braves game, the Braves in particular, I think the Reds are a really good cheap stack. Um, you know, the Indians, I think, are, are going to be off the board and are pretty good. That, that's where I'm looking today. Cardi, do you prefer Rizzo or Myers? I mean, it's probably like depend, depends on what the rest of your lineup looks like. Uh, I mean, it depends a little bit. Like if the rest of your lineup is super chalk, maybe you go Rizzo, but you probably don't. You probably just do someone else entirely because Myers is, Myers is clearly the better guy. Rizzo is not in a great spot. There's wind blowing in in Wrigley today. So uh, Rizzo's not a guy that I really like. We haven't played the home run game this year. Or by the way, Cardi, give me your favorite stacks. We haven't done that yet. I just said them. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe pay attention, Dean. It's not like it's your job or something. I maybe well, first of all, you can't multitask. You can't drink and be an analyst and like play with your toys on the desk and your Ken Griffey Jr. card and things like that. Uh, I did, in fact, do that during the show and was an analyst. So yeah, but you held it underneath the camera. Be a professional. No, I put it on the wrong camera, sir. I forgot about all my all my cameras for my Why other. Do you have a super secret camera. I mean, it's go to my private website. Grant <laughs> doesn't know there's cameras in his room. dot com. Do you have an OnlyFans? Uh, I do not. I'm boycotting them. <laughs> I take I too the, much of a cut. I need the backstory. <laughs> Grant, what's your opinion on JD Davis? He's he's one of those guys that might get the hook. Just for the record, they have a lot of different players. I mean, but go ahead, JD Davis. I mean, he's fine. He's 4K. I'm fan analysis. Nick, so he's really good over there. Cardi, is Daniel Murphy toast or is he still like competent? Uh, he's probably like a league average hitter. Um, he's not a he's, guy I'm playing today, but he's not awful. He's probably about as competent at his job as you are at yours, Dean. <laughs> Take that so how you will. So lock button. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> uh, they're asking about Trevor Trevor Williams. Do we stack against Trevor Williams, Cardi? No, like I said, there's wind blowing in in Wrigley. Um, there's just so many offenses to like today, and the ownership is going to be fairly spread on them because there's so many to like. You don't need to get super cute with your stacks today. Like, you can play – the Astros or the Braves or the Reds. And, you know, you won't have to spend even a whole lot on, on a couple of those. And you're going to get them at fairly low ownership. You don't have to be crazy today. We got to go. We got to make way for crunch time before we do so hit the like, uh, subscribe, the whole deal here at RG much appreciate it. If you guys are premium members, crunch time's going up next. Give me one player that's breaking the slate. Grant, you go actually, Cardi, you go Grant, You drink Cardi. Give me a player. Oh, this is, this smells like gasoline. It's it's not even clear. uh, We're supposed to be able to see it. Silly. Be a professional. We got to see it disappear. Uh, it's like well, gasoline. You said it's like a like it's a. It's passion fruit gasoline passion fruit. flavor. We got to go. We're up against the clock. <laughs> Bubich is breaking the slate. Um, that was terrible. That's my guy. Grant, who's breaking the slate? Oh, uh, Matt Olson. Cardi, Grant, Dean, like, subscribe, holler.